This is episode number 122 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your health care. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell, and today we're so lucky to have a returning guest to the podcast, Sharin Eskandani. Hi, Sharin. Hi, Jesse. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to see your face and to get to hear your voice. It's so nice. So what I wanted to chat with you about today is control. So right now we are all living amidst the chaos and pandemic of coronavirus and COVID-19 and control is something that has been coming up a lot for me and with my friends and with the clients that I work with to this feeling of lack of control, the desire for control, how to sit with all of this. So mm-hmm. I wanted to hear from you about this and what you are also experiencing and hearing from your people and the work that you do. So let's just dive right in. What are you hearing from your community about this lack of control that they might be feeling in their whole lives? Yeah, it's really interesting because um, this idea of having control over over anything we all know is kind of just like, that's not a real thing. And I think we all are aware of that, but this situation has actually forced us to really live in that reality, right? Like I, I'm a mindful person. I practice mindfulness. I teach mindfulness. And so this idea of like, you really don't have control over anything, right? I know this to be true. And I always thought that I was practicing it. Like, no, I never was because right now I'm being faced with what really not having any control is. Um, and for me, I think the, the word that I've been using a lot more is um, this idea of certainty. I think nothing is certain right now. And I think that's what's making us feel so anxious and uneasy is that, you know, things that we perhaps had planned out for the present and the near future, the very far future, nothing is certain whether it comes to our health, our relationships, um, our careers, professional, personal, nothing is certain. And so I, there's a lot of anxiety around this. There's a lot of overwhelm around this. And I think what I'm finding with my clients and what I'm finding with the women that I work with is that everyone is somehow trying to outthink the fear and the worry and the anxiety, like what we tend to do when we get in very um, difficult situations as humans, um, but especially as women, as people who are managing households, managing their businesses, we try to 
outthink this. So you're like, okay, um, you're like trying to create strategies and plans and systems and things that are going to work. And then like the next hour you hear, oh, okay, now the lockdown is different. So now I can't leave my house or so anything we try to think there is going to be again, something in the situation that is going to shove it in our face and show us how, how much control we don't have. Right. And so that I think for me is the first thing is, okay, thinking fear is a really great tool, right? Fear actually has a lot of wisdom in it. But when I find myself in anxiety and worry and an obsession, right? I'm ruminating. I'm constantly on a loop of worry, trying to figure out like a hundred different worst case scenarios or possible imagined things. I know I am avoiding feeling and sensing something inside me. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of us right now is that we're so scared to actually grieve or go into the sadness or go into the actual real fear of it. We think we're going to fall apart and not be able to function. But by running away from the feeling, we're just creating more of that. Yeah, I went, I went very far with that, Jesse. I don't know if that's resonating with you. <laughs> But that's yes. what I'm really, really finding is we're trying to think ourselves out of a situation that we really need to be feeling more of. Um, and that doesn't mean that we can't have certain things and strategies in place. I want everyone listening to have their plans, to have their systems that make them feel safe. But we all know when we're crossing that line to like, this is what I actually can control, like whether that's getting food delivery, whether that's me and my partner figuring out a schedule with the kids, whether that's me figuring out some sort of morning routine that takes care of my mental health. Those things, yes, I can control to a certain degree, but other things I really can't control. And I know what those things are. And I think all of us have personal things we know that we can't control. And so what I would really recommend in these moments is to have a moment where either you journal or speak out everything you're feeling. Everything, like I said to my clients, I'll say like, tell me everything that sucks right now. Tell me everything that you are so frustrated with right now. Say it out loud because we think if we say it out loud, it's going to exacerbate the feeling of it. It doesn't. We have, it's like having a little kid, right? <clears throat> Sorry about that. It's like having a child. If a child is asking for something and it's something we can't, like, we can't give them, like, let's say they want, I, I don't have children. So I'm going to apologize if this is something that's like, I don't know, but let's say they're asking for um, playtime when it's supposed to be nap time, right? Mm -hmm. What's the worst thing we can do? Ignore them or probably yell at them. And I get, I get that happens with our coping mechanisms, but we, mindfully know that like, it's like listening to them, speaking to them from a place of like love, but also awareness like this, this can't happen. And this is in your best interest. Right. But that's what we do with ourselves right now. We're running around like unsupervised toddlers in our head, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like, just think what would like a really like a very mindful parenting moment. What would I do in that moment? And that's what we have to do for ourselves. So that's kind of the advice that I've been giving out left right and center is lean into the hard feelings, name the hard feelings, allow yourself to explore those feelings and really name out loud what is scaring you, what is frustrating you, what is making you angry, what is making you whatever, say those things out loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's one part in there. You're saying this, 
so the desire for control, wanting to have a tight grip on that. And what I'm, I am feeling and what I'm hearing from so many friends who are also parents, moms, clients who are parents and moms is that somehow we think that it would feel easier if we had this end date in sight. Like if we just knew daycare was going to be open in three more weeks, then we could just power through, get through, make it to that date. And then all the things are going to be fine. But we don't know that it feels like there is no light at the end of the tunnel to some degree. And it can be really easy to then catch yourself spiraling into these thoughts that this is just it forever. Now I'm going to feel exactly like this forever. Yeah. How do we somehow sit with this unknowing? I'm going to say, okay, there's, first of all, this is a very unique situation in which that light at the end of the tunnel is a hard one to find. And, um, for me, this falls into this idea of what I call the if only mindset, which is a mindset many of us fall into. And we've fallen into it before COVID. We're going to fall into it during COVID and after COVID, which is this, if only, like if only uh, COVID wasn't happening, if only I knew when things were opening up, things would be better. I would be happier. But I really want you to think of all the if onlys you used to have before COVID, Right there's always an if only. And the only thing that's waiting for us on the other side of an if only is another if only, right? If you were worrying before COVID, you're worrying during COVID, you're going to worry after COVID. Like it's, it's, that's, that's what it is. And so it's really asking myself, like, what are the thoughts? What are the conditions I'm placing between myself and feeling the way that I want to feel? So if I want to feel at peace, if knowing the kids are going to go to school is going to help me feel at peace, but that's not knowledge that I can have. It's asking myself, what can actually give me peace, right? Ask yourself, what is this if only satiating within me? Is it happiness, peace, content? What is the feeling I think I'm going to get once I get this thing? And how can I right now give myself that? Because I can't give myself a date, an end date, right? I can't give myself a lot of things, but there are certain things we can give ourselves. We just need to feel a certain way right now. And we have to get clear on what that is and how we can do that within the context of how we're living right now. I love that. There's one other piece that you said that I want to reiterate because this is something else I wanted to talk with you about is, is it okay to be controlling some aspects of our world or have some aspects that are certain and scheduled or do we just let it all go and surrender to it all? (laughs) No, a hundred percent. And I have been, I have been recommending this and, and my podcast, I had this where I said, write down like 10 things you can be certain of. Like just 10 things. Like I I can be certain today that I'm going to go have lunch. I can be certain that um, I am going to put some socks on. (laughs) Just really little things because my feet are very cold. Um, But there are certain things we can be certain of. And right now, if more than ever, routine and ritual are going to help us so much. So whether that is like in our household, we've done Wednesdays, a movie night and takeout night. Sundays are family dinner night. Um, and on, on Saturdays, I, I do something that makes the weekend feel like a weekend. Routine and ritual right now are going to get us out of this because the one thing you can always be certain of is yourself. 
right? And so right now more than ever, you know, those promises you make to yourself, those boundaries you create for yourself, we have to follow through on that because the only thing we can be certain of is how we react and how we respond and how we move in the world. And that's what we really have to, and that literally that, that is the great lesson, right? That's the only thing you can be certain of ever, but right now we're really, really learning that. And so ask yourself, okay, if I can only be certain of myself, what are the things I can do to create that certainty in my life? Which means not breaking promises to myself. And if promises are broken because life happens, how will I show compassion? How will I show kindness and grace to myself in those moments? I love that. Such good advice. Can you give us any other examples of what you are doing in this time to help yourself along? So for me, um, I have like a morning routine. So I try to get up before everyone else and um, do whatever feels good to me that day, whether it's reading, meditating. um, That's very important to me. Movement, that's something I need every day, whether it's going for a walk or just something. Um, But also I've really been leaning into the, like yesterday, I, I don't like Mondays. Something about Mondays reminds me that this is the beginning of another week of self-isolation. I'm really great with like Thursdays and Fridays. Mondays suck. And yesterday I just was like, I told everyone, I'm like, I don't feel good today. It's a Monday. I don't feel good. And I allowed myself to feel that way. I didn't try to talk myself out of it. I didn't try to, I just did things that helped me feel better that I knew were my like things that I need. But I also was just like, this is Mondays I don't like. And I think we need to have that grace for ourselves too, is just to name the hard feelings that pop up uh, and don't try to push against them or work through them or say, just put them to the side because more than ever right now, we, we can't escape. Uh, we, we can't, we're stuck in our houses. We're stuck with our lives. And so don't try to escape those, name it, be with it and know that you will get to the other side. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was this. Honestly, I was like talking through it to help me process this as well. So thank you for that. (laughs) We will catch up with you again soon, I'm sure. But in the meantime, take care of yourself. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 